I compare where I'm at in my practice now, I I just I feel so much more calm because mm. uh, I, I know that I'm good at what I'm treating um, and that I can continually focus and upskill and continue to learn in that area. Um, but there's less kind of like trying to keep up with everything. Um, and, you know, when you are a generalist, anything can walk in and then you're like, never seen that before. Like <laughs> quickly, totally. I will do some research. Like yeah. that. obviously we constantly research, but yeah, it, it just feels a lot more settled and in, in that space of, you know, ease and flow. Yeah, the um, when we have those generalist ones, that's the research thing. It takes up a lot of time. Each client takes research, whether we know what we're doing or not. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. And today I've got the wonderful Carly Raven. Now, Carly's been out in practice for about over five years now, and um, she's online and she's in clinic and she's very niched into gut health. And that's where about 90% of her business is. And she runs programs and memberships. She's had a big multimodality clinic for um, a while that, you know, COVID, all the rest of it. But um, She's had the big multimodality clinic. You've been through a lot to get where you are now. And now you've done the thing where you get the husband to work for you. And he's in your, the two of you are in your business working together. You've got the new baby. You've got it all happening. And tell me, how did it all, you know, was it all plain sailing? I have a feeling it wasn't all plain sailing to get where you are now. So why don't you give us some background and some, you know, tell us about this new life as Carly Raven, the naturopath who works online, who sees heaps of people and who has her programs and membership up and running. Hi, and thank you so much for having me. And yes, it has been a journey um, with many kind of ups and downs along the ways and so many learnings. Um, but yeah, I finished um, university and then jumped straight out and into practice from a home-based clinic um, and then grew into model multi-modality clinic um with other modalities and you know loved that um until it just got to the point where we decided we wanted to have a family um and I noticed that I was becoming more of a clinic manager and having so many other tasks to do um and it was taking me away from becoming a naturopath which you know I had to do all of that to realize that what I actually really want to do is just focus on being a really kick-ass naturopath um <laughs> And the calling to be niched into gut health was always there. Um, so right out of university, um, I co-authored a book for SIBO for practitioners. So that that was always in the background, um, but it kind of took a bit of like a long-winded road of doing all of these things before I've kind of come out the other end and gone, okay, I'm, I'm ready to um, really niche down and focus on what I love um, doing. So I had... Um, I think it was eight month maternity leave. So I handed all of my clients over to a naturopath at our Kismet Clinic, which was wonderful. Um, 
I kind of trained her up in um, a lot of the cases that I was seeing and, you know, did all the case notes and handed over those clients um, and then just completely tuned out. Obviously, COVID happened in amongst all of this. So um, that was also up and down with a lot of stress, um, but I couldn't change that. Um, You know, we just had to adapt and pivot um, and, yeah, so grateful for um, the naturopaths on my team that took on those clients and, wrote out that time with me because it yeah it was really challenging um and then while I was on maternity leave I kind of was like started thinking about how I wanted to come back into practice and what that looked like and how did I feel what did I want to do and I went it's now on like never to come back and niche um and the calling was there very strongly. Um, And so I thought, okay, I'm just going to close down my practice to as a generalist naturopath. Um, And so I wrote out an email to our database um, and basically said, I'm coming back to practice, but if you have gut issues, I'm the person for you. And so kind of just did it really subtly. Um, And then I got some mentoring to develop my program. Um, So I now run a group-based six-month gut health program um, and focused on, you know, putting that together and building that over the last 12 months and um, started enrolling clients that that suited as they were kind of coming through or any current clients that I'd worked with that, you know, I still felt like they would benefit from that kind of transition them onto that. Um, you go. I I mean, the niching is very significant, isn't it? Moving from that generalist naturopath, which we all sort of start out at because we're not really sure. We know the things we don't want to do, but at the same time, we're not really sure where we want to be. Because when I first qualified, I wasn't menopausal and yet that's all the clients I had. And so I just thought maybe the world is only full of menopausal clients and that's where (laughs) I'll end up niching. And then of course my, you know, I've, respiratory health I thought is where I'd end up niching because there's a lot of respiratory problems in my family but no I didn't end up there at all it was more gut health as well and still the menopause but isn't it interesting how we start out in that broad spectrum of I can do all of these things and then it's like well actually that was fine but you're not my ideal client mm. yeah. it, it worked well you're, you're better but I had no woohoo that's a success at the end of seeing that client. That was just, I've seen the client. It can be really overwhelming. Like I feel like if I compare where I'm at in my practice now, I I just, I feel so much more calm because mm. uh, I, I know that I'm good at what I'm treating um, and that I can continually focus and upskill and continue to learn in that area. Um but there's less kind of like trying to keep up with everything. Um, and, you know, when you are a generalist, anything can walk in and then you're like, never seen that before. Like <laughs> quickly, totally. I will do some research. Like yeah. that. obviously we constantly research, but yeah, it, it just feels a lot more settled and in, in that space of, you know, ease and flow. Yeah, the um, when we have those generalist ones, that's the research thing. It takes up a lot of time. Each client takes research, whether we know what we're doing or not. We're still going to double check. We're still going to look. Mm. But if the client is brand new, we've never done it before, that's a lot more research than having someone who's what you enjoy because you're always reading up on that. So mm. it makes life that bit calmer 
from the start. It's mm. that bit easier from the first moment that we meet the client. We know we feel confident. We feel that we can help them, number one, <laughs> because we know what we're, what we're tackling. We know where to look for the new research. We know where to look for new information. And for someone coming into gut health, you mentor them now, you know, because you've had so much experience in this gut health realm, you've written your SIBO book, and you now do mentoring as well. If you go on, um, listeners, if you go on to Carly Raven Naturopath's website, you'll see at the top, it says mentoring up there. And um, on the drop down menu, it says practitioner one to one support, but also the SIBO book that you wrote and you've updated. That's the new updated version as well, isn't it? I bought. Yes, the, and I feel I like bought... it needs another update. Like oh. it, just, it always changes, but you know, <laughs> it's as current as it can be right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's a great book. I have the book. I purchased the book when the first one came out and then um, I think I got the updated one. I, it's on my um, laptop somewhere. So um. <laughs> And it's great having an ebook because it means you can just go and search what you need. But it's great being able now to feel, hey, I know this area. I'm confident in this area. It means that you're not taking so much work home with you as well. Mm -hmm. find. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. you can kind of have, you know, some form of framework and protocol that you take people through and then you individualize that. Like it was only just earlier this week I was on a mentoring session with Jules Galloway because all of a sudden I've had an influx of um, um, CIRS patients and biotoxin as well. You know, they've got the, they come to me for gut issues, but I'm like, hmm. What's happening here? There's a few other things. So, you know, there's, as you said, you'll always be kind of researching and trying to upskill um, in that area. But, you know, I very much have my way of treating people and um, it's become more streamlined. Yeah. And that's the thing, isn't it? Knowing that there's mentors out there. So you contacted Jules and you get the, you know, you get that mentoring through those cases. And it's great having other people that we can ask, like people can ask you, they can book in for their one-on-one -on -one appointment, they can find, and they can go through their client. Yeah, so yeah. having so many people out there and everybody saying their niche now means that we know who to go to for that mm -hmm. support. Because that they're saying, hey, this is my niche. This is what I do. This is my area. So, I mean, I'm quite clear. I Initially, when I started out, I was like, no, I'm not doing oncology because I'd worked in oncology in the hospitals and I didn't, and I've always worked from home and I didn't want oncology patients in my home. So I was like, nope, I'm not doing that. And it's a lot of research. It's a lot of background. Yeah, let's oh handball those ones to Carla Ren or someone like yeah. that. Hey? <laughs> All those ones. Totally handball. You can have those ones. <laughs> well, there, it, Amen. <laughs> A lot of research to do in that area. It's like, you know, you need to be a specialist in that area. And um, and then I was doing fertility, but, you know, I started a long time ago and there weren't a lot of people doing fertility then. But now it's become such a specialist area. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, handball those ones off. Just give me the baby. Give me the end result and I'll help you out. You know, I can, I'll do the end result, not the, not the getting there. You can go to somebody else. And once we, and so it takes time to know where your area is, where your niche is from what gives you joy in clinic. Mm. Yeah. And it's so important to listen to that too. Like go with what often that's where your zone of genius is. It's like you're sitting in front of a patient and you've got that feeling of like, Oh, like, you know, it's juicy and it gets you excited and you want to know more about it. Like listen to that feeling yeah. because that's like where you're meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, I mean, over the years, I, I do a lot of hormone stuff, but it's actually beginning to bore me. And 
you know, if I never see another PCOS, I'll be really happy. And so <laughs> Gosh, you know, I hope I, I never get like that with gut health. Like, <laughs> no, but that's just it. You won't, you know, mm-hmm. like the IBS, I'm still there. I'm totally there. You know, the menopause, I'm still totally there. But the other things I've just realized over the years, I don't want those things. I don't want to be that generalist. I was a woman's generalist. And now I've nutted it down into the areas that I want to be in. And that really helps you in business. And it's really helped as well with your husband now coming into the business with you because he's able to really focus in a specific area. I mean, what mm. sort of jobs as such has he taken on? What ta- you know, what part of the business has he taken on now? So he's very much design and tech. Um, so think like anything. So we use Kajabi um, and we run our membership and our program through that. So he has done like all the face, like the designing interfaces. He does all of the campaign, the funneling. So we've linked that up with active campaign now. So we have like our campaigns that go out. Um, tonight I'm running my um, gut health masterclass so he's um, currently getting some coaching for Facebook ads so he's learning that and he'll eventually take over and then become the um, marketer I suppose we've like successfully just run a campaign on Facebook to help bring in an audience for the masterclass um, which has been really successful so you know it's really great because I have just been able to go okay cool I've increased my hours one, like with working actually with patients since he's come back in um, to the household and helping with William and doing more tasks in the business because I'm no longer having to put all of that together um, and I can just focus on, you know, helping people. And like even tonight, like I just feel so good because I've got the masterclass, but it's like so much more calm going into it because it's like, well, he's been dealing with all of the tech and like the, the system and I'm like, cool, I can just show up and talk about what I love, like rather than trying to spend today fluffing around trying to set up this and that, he's out there doing it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's a huge part, isn't it? When we go online and we start to segue into something new, we have to think how techie am I? Do I have to outsource? Can Mm. I do it myself? Is there someone who can help me? And in your case, you're very lucky in that your husband can help you. So, I mean, I do the majority of mine. That's still part of my... um, anal retentive you know I haven't let it go yet kind of thing (laughs) when your husband's doing it you have some form of like mm, can still more like do this or do it that way but if you'd outsource it completely you lose a little bit of that um, control which can definitely be tricky like I've hired VAs and worked with people and yeah it it can be hard when you're outsourcing tech for sure yeah the um it can be I mean I've had my VA now for over two years three years now maybe and that means that we've got a great working relationship she knows Mm. what I want and it's working very well but I started very small with her I was only allowing her to do certain things and it slowly expanded and she could do way more than I let her do um, to be perfectly honest but it's the same thing isn't it you you slowly become comfortable with sharing but in your case he knows what you do you know his like he's worked with you before mm. you know and then because he was he was a teacher or is a teacher still because you can go back to teaching I guess the um he was helping you like in school holidays and things like that and you talk to him about what you do oh yeah he's so, in it just as much as me the ups and downs is yeah been in the business even though he hasn't actively been doing it until now yeah he very much understands yeah Um, so because that's I think a problem that people find is certainly I do with my husband and that he works for somebody else he's in a job so he doesn't have to know all this stuff he doesn't he can't figure it out he's like well you know should we go out I'm like sorry I have to deliver this webinar I can't go to the pub tonight tomorrow so he's good at saying okay fine but it must be difficult 
when people are starting out, when other people don't understand, I mean, he'll say odd things. And I'm like, babe, you know, it's my job. You know, yes. I'll give you some pocket money in a minute, sweetie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he has got his own job and he works. So by saying things like this, I'm like, I can get him back. But yeah. um, it, <laughs> it is hard for people to understand the difference between working for yourself and working for somebody else. And I think a lot of people mm-hmm. struggle with that in their homes, with their family, you go to the barbecue and everyone, oh, how's your cute little business going? How are you, sweetie? You know, and those sort of behaviours that are like you need. There are so many moving parts, like, you know, especially when you do go online, like I feel like, you know, um, you've got to open up other other avenues that you may not have thought about before. Um, But, yeah, it, it definitely is. And it's unlike just turning up to work and then coming home, you know, and being able to switch off more. Like if you're constantly thinking, and as I said to you before, there's always something coming up. You know, you're always planning something for the future or wanting to tweak something or something could always be a little bit better. And, you know, I've had to learn to kind of... Um, switch off a little bit from that too and then just try and be present and focus on you know what you're doing because you know it is forever evolving um and that's that's business life um you know you have to learn to have the calm in amongst the the business life for sure yeah the um, i mean the advent of your programs has really helped you with your boundaries i'm sure and Mm -hmm. sorting out what needs to be done when and how to focus your time it would give you more time to do to write your book to research what you need to do because you can compartmentalize when you've got programs running with people in the programs because you know what's happening when it's Mm. all very much designated and the one-to-ones that happen are part of that program and so you know you've got a flow because you can see what's happening into the future with those people Mm. whereas when we're just hoping you know one person will come one person will come one person will come it's a very different feeling to having that flow You've got more motivation, I feel like, too. You're really invested in them as a practitioner, too. Like, you know that they've said, yes, you're the right person and you're going to help me for the next six months. So Mm -hmm. you want to, as like my experience has been, I want to do everything possible to give them uh, a really good journey and to actually get them those results, Um, you know. So, and I think that's where that forward thinking comes from as well. Like, even now we're going to start, you know, I've been doing this since um, nearly coming on nearly a year on my program. I'm about to add another layer where we're going to do a little bit of a recipe drop for them each month now, which I've never had in there and I would never felt called or inspired to do that. But because I have the capacity to and I like want to keep helping these people and providing for them, you know, you yeah, you just it's such a different yeah. um, experience. It is. And the whole thing, it's, it's wonderful the way as we because you're at the five-year mark now and as you get to that five-year mark you know where you are you know what you're doing and you've because you've niched because you've thought I need to forward think this I'm going to actively work on how I can spend time with my family with my new child how I can work in my business how what my goals are goal setting is huge isn't it if you haven't set those goals the monetary goals the lifestyle goals the future goals you're you're not working you know you're not getting there because you've got no goal to reach yeah absolutely and I think mindset's a really big thing I've just um invested in a um, mindset and manifestation coach because Mm -hmm. I realized that you know even now um it's kind of like that new level new devil for me like I feel like um you know 
uh, enrolling people onto high-end programs and dealing with people in memberships and, um, you know, there's so many different mindset things of like trying to help people and serve them and even just, um, you know, the mindset around people spending that much money in return for my service and my expertise. Like um, that has been really challenging, you know, it's been a very up and down process for me going from, you know, uh, $150 consult to now it being a $2,000 plus program that they invest in. So, you know, it's constantly trying to, you know, challenge that and learn, you know, how to change your mindset around it as well. Yeah, totally. We need, we need that support. We need mentors. Um, without them, we'd all be where we were 15 years ago before we realized just how important community was it was about 10 years ago you know I started the faith first Facebook group and and things have changed and things have developed and we've got more and more mentors in the business and it's just changed our outlook Mm. as practitioners to put us to the next level to help us get to the next level to find the right person that's Mm. going to help us for that need at that time so I mean I've had tons of mentors and they're all in different areas different business zones different everything so many differences and it's so important that we have that support and that we know we can call on someone. If we, got, we need help with a SIBO client, we know we can help, we can call you. And it's, but it's the same. We've got that, you know, that helper, those people out there ready to help us. Yeah, it's so key. It's so key. So I'm going to say thank you now here at this point, because this is the Bite Size Podcast. So even though we've definitely done quite a bit of munching, um, <laughs> the- <laughs> That's the thing when they get good one, start talking, and then I'm like, oops, bite size, bite size. Remember, Jeremy, yeah, keep it short, keep it to the point. <laughs> we could be stuck here for days, though. We know that <laughs> this isn't the one for the drive. This, you know, this is the school pickup one. Anyway, it's been mm-hmm. absolutely brilliant having you on on the bite size podcast today. Thank you so much, Carly, and um, everybody out there. You know the deal. If you've enjoyed it, please five star and a bit of a review would be lovely. So. Enjoy the rest of your day, everyone. And thank you, Carly. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning, and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.